Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, January 17, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We were looking for a low. Whether it's short term or longer term, doesn't really matter. We're looking for a mid-month low. Where are we? We're around the mid-month. Was today a low? Did they run a test deep enough into this big-time breakup candle low? Maybe they did. We won't know until further confirmation. However, what we're going to show you in today's video is from an intraday perspective, a plethora of ways to make money. This comes from the live trading room, inside the numbers, a combination of both, everything across the board. Do you notice a theme here just about every single day? Just give you a little taste test. That was a buy put on the board at zero dark 30, reiterated throughout the day. Traders in the live room this morning heard these words. 469.95, 470, give or take, is my number today. Let's take a look at this from another couple of angles. You go over to a weekly chart. Is there anything wrong with the weekly chart? Have they done anything to change what was happening last week on the weekly chart? They're inside of last week's candle. That's not negative. It's not positive. It's eating time off the clock and as long as they do that, above last week's low, the breakup candle low, she's in good shape. She's eating time off the clock to build energy for another leg higher. If they come below last week's low, closing daily below, and then certainly by Friday's close, for example, that opens up the door to a different situation, almost certainly down to this area here around 460. Doesn't mean they have to get exactly there, but in the neighborhood slash ballpark of 460, if they give up last week's low and the low from the week before. I got two or three reasons why. It's a small bucket full. What's going on from a monthly chart perspective? They're hovering around the former highs. Nothing more, nothing less. Each month is a lot of intramonth activity in each one of these monthly candles. They've come back up in the neighborhood of the former highs. That's the read. Don't need to say, well, they haven't made new highs yet. They came up short and pulled back. It doesn't matter. When you look at a big time frame, a big time monthly chart, they're in the neighborhood of the all-time highs, period, full stop. Back on the daily, when you look at all this activity from a daily chart perspective, it means nothing to the monthly chart. It doesn't show up. It's all a matter of perspective. We're going to jump around for a couple of minutes here. Lazy Swing Trader, another exit today on a short trade. I believe this one was issued December 20th, right here. So here's what happened. We catch a high. They retested it, but we basically caught the high. First exit was 286 and a quarter. Second exit was 278.50. Automagical Lazy Swing Trader closed out the trade today. Look where they finished the day, pretty much on the exit number. How does it do that? We've got something for everybody. Google today, this was provided for the live room members. Inside the numbers live, 
down about a buck to 138.95. They came up a couple of pennies short of the second number. That was the buy zone. If you took this trade, what many traders did in the live room, you got a quick rocket ride back up in the other direction. We have something for everybody. Zero dark 30 notes. I've given you a few highlights already. We're going to point out a couple of more things. Pause the video, read the notes, double check the work. 471.85 is where the Bulls will need to play solid defense if they're going to prevent the next leg lower. You could see them toying with 471.85. Right of the vertical is today's activity. Here they were trading around, and you'll see later it was the pivot right out of the chute today. 471.85 was the pivot. Above she can pop or rally or attempt to rally. Below she cannot. Let's see what else we have. Where are they now and what's the scoop? This is about a half an hour before the opening bell. 471.85 is important. Line in the sand. If they get below, it opens the door for another leg lower. 470, give or take, is the next big time spot on the board. The exact number was 469.95. This was the chart shown for the live room members. 470, give or take, is a rounding error. And what happens when they get there? For a bounce back in the other direction situation. We have resistance numbers on the way back up. That's if they get above 471.85. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double check the work. It's all in here, and I'm going to show you one more thing that was discussed in detail and taken as a trade for the live room members. Even here at noon, the 470 give or take is a still bounce back in the other direction place, even going out as I wrapped up the morning session today. Here's an hourly chart. Now, I know it's squeezed together, but I want to show you another trade that developed in the live room today. I said 471.85 was the pivot, and as long as they were able to sustain price above, candle closes, starts with a 5, then a 10, then a 15, then the evidence builds that they're going to go to the next place. So they put in, and I'm going to get rid of this line here so you can see it, they put in a sign and or signal of a trend change, a.k.a also known as a doji candle that is one of the signs and or signals. We had an on-time type of situation. We talked about it in the live room. And what I said to traders at the time, quote-unquote, was if they stay above 471.85, they're going to rally, and you can trade it against, meaning as long as they don't get below and start closing candles below the low of that first hourly candle close. They did a little retrace. We talked about that. They popped them up 10 or 12 points. They gave traders the trade. Just want to show you a snapshot of my inbox. It's not a big deal. It's a big deal to me. But you could see here from 1.57 p.m. on through the end of the day, I get a smattering of emails, and what these are saying is, hey, I bought the number you told us. You were pounding the table here. You were doing this. You told us this. I got a profit. Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. That's the point of this exercise. Caught a nice trade off the number, picked up 470, caught the low, $300 gain, $3,000 gain. The list goes on and on. And by the way, these are going to still roll in all night long. Fantastic. What's the moral of the story? Traders are making money. But wait, there's more about the list of stocks on the move. We had a list today, two of them hit their numbers. The rest did not. They're off the board. There are no trades. 
We had MNSO and Spotify. MNSO was a no trade. Why? Because it gave you the deal without doing the deal. They came close. They came within pennies. They gave three times the minimum required base hit. It was a great bounce, but they didn't do it in the manner in which they came into it later. We don't want the trade anymore. It was off the board. We talked about it in the live room. But wait, what about spot? 192.58 was the spot on spot. They came into it. They ripped it back up in the other direction for about an $8, $7.5 bounce. How you doing? You never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. Are you a participant? And if not, why not? What's going on over in Camp IWM? They're in the vicinity now of the 50-period moving average we spoke about last night. The general neighborhood of this breakup candle low. Had a nice bounce away from it today. I was locked and loaded with the live room at a lower number than ever got there. They missed it by pennies. We'll see if they give another opportunity. Or are they going to come up short of the daily chart 50-period moving average and proceed to bounce back up? Remember, I'm looking for a mid-month cycle low, short-term low. However, that doesn't mean it happened today. It could have happened today. We'll know more tomorrow based on where the market is, how they're trading, where they're trading, and how it closes. Transport's my second favorite market-leading indicator. These are the folks down at the transportation department. This and Camp IWM, my A number one favorite market-leading indicator, were all about on par with the S&P, just slightly more in percentage terms, but not that much, not to make a federal case out of. Here's your line in the sand. You have a breakup candle low. There's a couple of moving averages down here. This is support. I'm going to put it at 15,033. I could be off by a fraction or two. Sooner than later, that's a bounce back in the other direction place. Should give you at minimum of intraday support, if not more, sooner than later. If reached, sooner than later. What about the folks over in the Bitcoin bubble? Remember, buy the rumors, sell the news. That turned out to be true. Now, they're making a bearish, wedgish, bearish, flaggish kind of situation, riding the 50-day moving average after a big move down away from that zone. Remember, here's your weekly chart. This was our resistance zone. They got about halfway in between. Pardon me, the resistance zone was down here to up here. This was the next number, the 50,715. They never got there, but they did put in a tail, but they're going sideways, eating time off the clock. So the decision point is, are they going to go sideways in this uptrend, building energy for another move higher, or is this tail going to take hold and they're going to start getting below here and closing weekly below last week's low? That'll be confirmation that the tail is taking hold and more of a pullback is in order to where? Toward the 20 period moving average. They don't have to get there, but eating time off the clock also gives the 20 period moving average a chance to creep up to price. Markets, no matter whether it's Bitcoin or Apple, it doesn't make any difference. Markets don't like to get too far from home base. What about the Q people? Nice little tail. It's in the middle of nowhere. I don't love those, just like the spiders, but it is a tail nonetheless. They were down about half a percent, about on par with the spiders. It's a down day of half a percent. 
You should see how many traders in the live room started getting extremely bearish this morning. Many of them right before they bounced in the second hour of trading. I generally don't comment on those in real time in the live room. I don't want to muddy the water, but you should see the chat box. It's the chat box indicator. What about the financials? How about this rescue operation? Finished down seven cents on the day. That's close enough to the flat line. They had a choice. They could have continued falling. They chose not to. It was more of a shakeout operation, rescue back to the flat line than anything else. Remember, the financials are somewhat of a canary in the coal mine. If the financials aren't falling apart, if they're not unraveling, it's unlikely the rest of the market is going to unravel. You could have sectors, energy can unravel, but if the financial sector is not unraveling, it's unlikely the overall broader index is not unraveling. Another rescue operation today for the Smash Mouth Philadelphia Semiconductor Index. What did they do? Ran a test of the daily chart, 20 period moving average once again, bounced off of it, finished down about on par, about half a percent down on the day, $1.06. Not a big deal. It's just a rounding error in a $174.70 stock. Stocks go up, ETFs go up, markets go up, they go down. They go back, they go forth. It didn't change the trend. There is no change. Put it in perspective, we're the umpire calling balls and strikes. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.